Welcome to Let's Chit Chat Sis. I'm your girl Kimmy. In this week's episode, we have a candid conversation about our parents, the real problem. So join us on the porch as we discuss our parents to blame. What's shaking, ladies? What's happening? Good day. And a good day in the hood. You said good day in the hood. In the hood. (laughs) (laughs) In the hood. Listen, when I sat on the porch, the hood. <laughs> when I yeah. sat on the porch back in the days, I was on in the hood, like Brooklyn, like that. I didn't think I was in the hood, but I was definitely Brooklyn. in the hood. Brooklyn is my favorite. It's my the favorite hood. movie, Brooklyn. Yes, that's my <laughs> favorite I movie. I when I tell I you, my husband had never seen it, and I thought it was just a northern thing because. They grew up just like we was growing up. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Go to the store for your parents and, <laughs> you know, you might get in a fight coming back, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's my, I'm going to watch it tonight. Oh, yeah. That, I like that show. I like that movie. Yeah. And, and, just, and just, how, um, just how, you know, she revolved. You know what I mean? From this girl, then, you know, when then she became like the mother figure after the mom passed away. And like, mm. honestly, you know, we knew people like that whose parents died when they were, you know, the yes. mom died when we were sure. kids. And But I also know what it's like being the only girl. And yeah. so um, it's just how things just naturally progress and your position of birth makes all the difference in the world. And, you know, right. dynamic and everything. So, yeah, it was very so look, Keisha, uh, Keisha and um, Celeste, they are only only children. Wow. Okay. Well, I do have. Now, I I had I had siblings. I'm the only child of my parents, my mom and dad. But I do have an older sister. Okay. So, you know, we didn't grow up. To, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, right. I was the youngest, and because I was the youngest, people thought that I got um, preferential treatment, but I did not. Um, I don't think so. I think no. you youngest. Of every youngest child, swear they didn't. The baby, all oh, the, the parents are too tired. <laughs> By the time the baby comes, my like, parents was I'm too tired. By the time my brothers and sisters rolled through, because then I was, you know, I got to creep through and do a little bit more things <laughs> I wanted to do, you know. But, but I think also by being exhausted from the other kids, they kind of clamped down on your ass because they'd be like, "Well, you better not go and do what so and so, so and so did." I'm, I don't even think about doing the stuff that they did, but you know, you know what? That's what I told Jaden. I said, Jaden, you got away with a lot of stuff. We were so focused on your brother. You just, you just was <laughs> yeah. easing over my mouth. Mm-hmm. Just, just, I just thank you Nico now. Like, Nico, no. I mean, I just, I think about it now, it's too funny, but I think about like, we, Johnson, you could say we could not be out past the street like that was not happening at all mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you know you live in urban city you're not going you're not going to be out you, no. you go, mm-hmm. but you always looked outside and you saw somebody walking by you be like Wishing you with them open the window up <laughs> 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 you know billy to this day still call me oh chance you don't remember that because you you was a porch kid yeah, yeah. Porch, right. <laughs> Imagine growing up in life as an only child and never having nobody to blame stuff on. 
If the plate yeah. was in the kitchen, it was me. I started blaming stuff on my father. <laughs> my mother would say, who left that fork in it? Daddy. <laughs> Isn't that something? Like, my older sister, I always think about, like, you know, bless her heart. She had to do so much, though. She really did, like, the clothes had to be washed. The food had to be, you know, it was wow. so on and so on. But we were, me and my my middle sister, we wasn't a, totally eliminated from the cooking stuff. That's why I don't like cooking today. But um, <laughs> my older sister had to watch us. And my older sister, she was just, you know how Karen was. She was just so timid. And, and my brother and sister, it was not me. My brothers <laughs> and sister, they could not wait till the door shut. Because they would just jump on her and be like, we take it over and all kinds of stuff. My oh, that's like, terrible. She used to, my sister used to say, I'm going to call the police on y'all, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, that is so mean. I know. Like, it, she was so timid. And I used to say, don't get upset. I said, let's go see and look at TV together. Why they was reaping havoc. But <laughs> when they went, when Nate Joy came home, they, they probably would wish the police call, was called because... They would get it. So, you know, that was a different age and time. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we was still held responsible by our parents. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. We still was. But today, it seems like it's a little different, don't it? A lot different. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. And I, and I say that because a lot of things I see happen, even with um, going into, like, doctor's offices when you see a mom and daughter there, even the conversation is different. You know what I mean? The conversation is more like that person is their friend instead of their parent. You see what I'm saying? Um, and I live right outside of um, Philadelphia. In Philadelphia, you know, you see crimes and things with you, you shit, crimes with younger kids. Like I, I, I get tongue tied because I'm still like at all seeing the 13 year old toting a gun. You know what I mean? And, you know, doing crimes and things like that. And it's not during the daytime. It's in the wee hours of the night. You know what I mean? Um, or I look on social media and you see the parent cursing out the the, the teacher because of the little, they took the child's phone and she wanted the phone back because she um, said she paid for the phone. But the child shouldn't have had the phone in school in the first place. You know what I mean? So, um, question for y'all today. See, I get a brain <laughs> The question for y'all today is, um, are parents the blame? Are they Don't the think blame? too hard. Are, are the they to blame? Are they to blame? I, I think partly. Um, yeah. I feel like you know, if you want to take the credit for the good, then you got to take the credit for the bad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I, I love about my own children that I see the best parts of me in them um, many times. And then I see some of my not so good parts in them sometimes. But all I know is even when they were young and even now I'm constantly praying for them. So even when people were trying to heap you know, kudos on to me for doing such a great job. I let them know that wasn't me. That was from my point of view, that was the Lord. Cause I had to pray and give them back and just pray that everything worked out because I could not have designed them better. So it wasn't me that, that did that. 
And so when I see these children that are out here and what's going on with them, kids being born to kids, we've, we've always had teenage and young mothers and things of that nature, but you can't be smoking weed with your kids and, and, and stuff like that. You know, my kids, I don't even want to drink around my kids, you know, and they're like adult adults. They're in their twenties and thirties, right? Late twenties and thirties. And so I'm still somewhat uncomfortable doing that with them because I feel like there's a, a hierarchy here. Right. And when that gets disrupted, I think it throws off the balance of the family. I listened to my children. My mother listened to me. But Kimmy, you knew my grandmother. She was a very black and white person. There were no shades of gray with her. So my mother struggled with that type of mother coming up. And my mom's a baby boomer. You know, I'm I'm Gen X. And so she was very open because she had that severe parent. She was the opposite. She was very liberal. She was very understanding. It was an open door policy, but she told us from the get go what she was not going to accept, what she was not doing. And so um, I kind of carried that. But again, if you want to take credit for the good, then you have to also take credit for the bad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Keisha? I think that um, parents could be to blame, but it depends on the situation. Parents, if they're not raising their children and doing things correctly, like Chauncey said, um, certain things that I wouldn't do for my children, drinking and smoking and, uh, you know, having, you want to have a stable and and home and set examples. So when you're not doing that, of course, if they can't see that, then you're the blame. However, if you're doing that and if something's happening, maybe it's an issue that the child is just pre Disposition. There you go. Mm-hmm. Of having that character trait and then of something that's wrong. And you're not to blame for that. However, if you don't try to help it or do something, then that goes, the blame goes back on you. So it just depends on, on what it is and the situation. Um, short answer. Mm-hmm. Well, I ain't taking blame for none of that stuff. <laughs> 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 and well, I'm my, my children are at a different stage. So they're all adults, right? And so there's oftentimes we have conversations and they'll point out, Ma, you did this. I said, you know what? You do better. Since you know better and you're evolving and you're so gently doing this and gently doing that. (laughs) I'm not to blame. No, seriously, because I did the best I could and I'm doing things different from my mom. So when they were little, yes, I would take blame on some things because I had a kind of a handle on what was going on to an extent, right? Lots of praying, all that good stuff, no sleeping, watching everything. But now that they're adults, you know, they were raised a certain way to be compassionate, to be loving, to be spiritual and all that stuff. And if they stray from that now, I'm not. And I totally agree with you on that. I mean, yeah. And they're better yeah. people than, I mean, I really did. We all did really well. We were not lucky. We were blessed enough. So now when they're doing these wonderful things, I'm going, wow, I can't even really take credit for that because they found their own way and they're, you know, evolving. Because my pride, it doesn't come back. It, my pride is that I'm just proud of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I don't say, oh, they're doing that because I, I raised them to do that. Exactly. You know? that thing. Even if I did, mm-hmm. I, 
when I'm my, when I'm beaming with pride, that's I don't think of myself. I just think, oh my God, they are such a wonderful human being. Look at uh-huh. the care that they're giving. Look at what they're doing and how they're doing it. And in both of their their jobs and their careers, again, uh-huh. they're doing the same thing. They're caring for people, taking care of them, and uh-huh. that just makes me beam with pride. With pride, and but it's not a a selfish thing. I don't think exactly. that anything. I just say thank God that. Mm-hmm. You know, I say it, thank God they got their own place to live. Thank God. <laughs> well, I say I'll I'll say this much. I do, I do take credit for the good things they do. Because God damn it, let me tell you, when I was raising them, I had to do go through the the the, the fudge, the thick, the thin, everything else. And when I took things away from you, and when I you know, and I was there to support you. I helped create you. And I know that I was created by God and God helped lead me to help lead them. And I always say that because, you know, I take the credit for the bad things they do too. And maybe that's not always great, but I do because we all fall short somewhere with our kids. Yeah. yeah. Do. So that's why I say I take both credit. I, I'm I'm taking the credit when you walk across that stage because guess what? It was my checkbook that got you there. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, really, you think about yeah. it. Yeah. You know, and if if I think that you got ways that need to be corrected, I look back and I try to self-identify. Yes. Where did I yeah. where did I give them the bandwidth to think that? You know what I mean? And even though they have their own personalities, they do. You know what I mean? And some things, like you said, Keisha. You got to work with them. You got to help them on their way when they hit, because they, they're, they're individuals. They're not you. Right. Um, they was guided by us though. So, um, yeah. you know, in reality, we are all, and I, I know every last one of y'all and, and your children and so on and so on, <laughs> everybody sitting here um, have been excellent moms, you know what I mean? Have done excellent job, but there's also people out here living that, they blame lack of resources and so on and so on. Um, why their kids is not turning out to be what they wanted them to be. You see what I'm saying? Like, like you said, there are areas that when we're willing to admit it, we'll be like, you know what, that I could have done a better job oh, yeah, absolutely. This and this yeah. or, you know, um, but I think at the same time, like you said, giving them enough credit to say that they have their own personalities and some of this has nothing to do with how they were raised. But I think your question is maybe more so geared towards adolescent and, you know, that age mm-hmm. group because they are the ones that are struggling right now. But then when you think about, you know, some of we I don't know, with some adult adult. Young adults no, are struggling. I know that, but, not, but, those adolescent, but those adolescents become those adults, right? Yeah. And Let me give so, you a perfect example. This may not be something that's a bad thing, but to society, it looks like it's a bad thing. Young adults now do not have the wherewithal with we, like we had for working for somebody. They will not stay oh, at a freaking job if they don't like it, they stay in a second, be like, I'm done with it. So what do the employers <laughs> say? Am I lying? What do the employers say? I don't know what kind of kids they raise in the day. You know what I mean? But you think about it, you could stay in a job until it burn you out and then they put you in the hospital, got you on meds and all kinds of stuff. They just not doing it. About <laughs> it. That's the reason. That's 
reason, because they saw their parents and or grandparents. Because remember, you know, a lot of our kids age groups were raised by their grandparents because their parents got stuck up in that crack epidemic, right? True. So when you think about how they saw people being burned out, they have decided early on, like you said, it's not necessarily a good or a bad thing, but they decided early on, I'm not doing that. Or when they see that these companies don't have the loyalty that they used to have, you could work at a job for 40 years and, you know, get your pen and get your pension and all. they don't You'll watch and have it. Because <laughs> one company's taking over another company, then they're breaking apart and they're laying off. And so they don't see it in the same way. But I, what I will give them is that they are more willing to work for themselves. Right? That's the point that I'm making. And that's yeah. not a bad thing. I that's mean, maybe you got to stumble and fall, but guess Good. what? But they're willing to. But the thing is, what they haven't learned is that, again, I think I used the word before about a hierarchy, right? So aren't you supposed to, what we thought, work work for a certain amount of time, build up, and then you get, these kids is going on these ex- extravagant trips at 12. They go right here. They go here. Yeah. So back they, what yeah. Kenny said, that's our fault because we're giving them so much so mm. soon that they feel like that that is the expectation, right? These kids are going on these proms and the way that they're sending them off and the money that they spend, it, it is nothing short of a wedding. And so you're just so then what what comes after that? What's the expectation? The expectation is you got to keep building after that. It's got to get greater than what it was before. And I just don't think that's realistic. And so and I think we're to blame if we don't give them, just like you said, uh an expect a work ethic. Yeah. Like everything (laughs) is given and handed to you, or you expect this, but you don't work um up to um, just work. For the things that you get, and sometimes you got to start from the bottom, and it's okay. Yeah, and, so and they, they don't it. do that. Yeah, they make it and they spend it. Then I'm gonna go on this trip, you know what I mean? So that, that's how they do it because I I can't even begin to imagine. Like I said, these kids are taking these trips <laughs> younger, and you know, I, I think it's important that you buy a passport for your kid and you introduce them to some things, okay? But these extravagant trips, like they're like, well, what's next? <laughs> exactly. Like, what are we? What? But then we we'll think about the kids who don't. Think about the kids who don't have steps leading up to their front door and got to climb in through the window, or their mom or dad is sitting in there, and you know they're you know doing some sort of drugs, and they all come in and they do it together, or they think that that is the norm. Yeah. When when do we wake up to say, okay, I need to let my kid know that there's better. I may not be able to do better, Uh but there is better. But you got to have that conversation with them. You have to be honest with them. My kids knew when you go to school, I got five on it. You got what? I got five on it a year. Okay. That's all I'm giving. Anything, if your tuition is outside that five, you better find a way to go. Uh But I got five on it. Well, yeah. while y'all talking, I was thinking about my daughter. She was, she must have been about 19, about 19, because she stayed with me till 21, right? So about 19, she asked me for something, and I said no. And she looked, and she <laughs> said, huh? I said no. She said, you have never said no. I said, that's not the bullshit. I told you no. She says, you've never. You've said not now. You've said 
wait to Christmas. You said, get it on your birthday. Give me two weeks. But you never said no. I told y'all in the last episode that we did a couple of weeks ago, I say no to everything now. No. (laughs) Because I was creating this person who wasn't going to be able to deal with it in the world if she heard. I mean, luckily, she's a good kid. And maybe she. But some kids can't even handle no. Right. No, that's, true. So that's true. Right. I'm gonna have to that's rob true. you. What? You what? No. <laughs> that that will definitely have to be another episode because being able to handle the reality of the world, which is the nose of the world, is um far for a lot of people. And and like you said, uh-huh. I was the same way with my kids. Even though I I I figured that I was so structured with them, but I still made a way around the no. You know what I mean? And that right now, I can see that has made a big difference in their lives. And now you're trying to deprogram that stuff mm-hmm. because they, when they hear no from just society now, they 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 get a, a take back. You know what I mean? They and, do, um, but they find a way around it that's not necessarily good. When I used to tell my son no, he'd go to his grandfather, and I had to call his grandfather one time. I said, I don't care if it's a pencil. If I say he can't have it, then it's not. <laughs> but it's not a problem. I'll just get... Mm-hmm. Sometimes the no was because I didn't want him to have it. Not that I couldn't give it to him. Right. Exactly. It, exactly. And there's a difference. It, it's a, sometimes it's a lesson. But what he learned very early on when I started telling him no at five. Oh, that's okay, mom. I'll just ask my papa. No, I'm guilty. My grandson, all he got to do is call and go, hey, grandma. I go, hey, babe, what's going on? Nothing. I said, what's going on? What you what you need? Oh, I wasn't going to call you and ask you for the new game because dad said, don't ask you. <laughs> That's cute. And I am doing cash app. <laughs> listen, listen, mom, my mom, I got all this cash in my pocket and I'm at, I'm at the amusement park and they only take cards. Can you Apple pay me some money? I got all this cash. <laughs> oh my God. See, technology is a part of this plane, but yeah. we'll have to do a part two on this one because, um, this is, um, this is something that probably is very passionate to all of us. Cause we got, you know, grown adults and, um, you know, and they got children and, you know, we see a big difference then. It's just, yep. Yeah, we see a big I think difference. so. I think so. Difference with them grands is. Oh, yes. They don't live with well, us. I think about it. We, oh, we yeah. had grandparents. So, I mean, I can tell you my grandma was, um, my grandmother never gave me a spanking. My grandmother never um, told me no. And anything I wanted her to do, she would do. I remember in, in St. Malachi, she would, we had something for um, Passover. My grandma came over there with the, unleavened bread and carried it and, and the people was like oh yeah your grandma make that too because I just asked her to do it and she would do what I wanted to do but we didn't family. want to disappoint them either I think that yeah. that was the difference oh and the dog bit oh, me absolutely. the dog bit me my grandma oh, yeah. walked me to school for two months straight because the dog bit me <laughs> and um because my brothers and them all ran ahead and let the dog bite me and, and <laughs> I was scared every day um because I thought the dog was going to come and get me, even though they had captured the dog. But, you know, this was a good episode, y'all. So um, joining me tonight is... Your girl, Celeste. And remember, taking care of oneself is not selfish, it's necessary. 
And this is Chauncey. Do all the good that you can in all the ways that you can for absolutely as long as you can. This is your girl, Keisha. And remember, if you want less stress, stay out of other people's mess. Amen. Amen. And I'm your girl, Kimmy. And join me next week and the latest of Left Chit Chances on Wednesday when we drop a new episode. Have a wonderful week on purpose. And we'll see you then. Take care.